And now more and more brands are looking forward to entering the market, but they need to do it right. And the first step is to understand the consumers. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Valte Cafe. Today, we will talk about China. I am Lina Sarate, strategist at Valtec, and I am with two of my colleagues, Ding Wen Wu, our Chinese expert, and Frank Lemba, strategy leader in Montreal. Hello to both of you. Hello. 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 Thank you for joining us, for taking the time uh, to, to share all your knowledge and expertise uh, here at the Valtec Cafe. So today, what we want to share are some of your insights, some of your knowledge for foreign brands to maybe tap into the Chinese market. But first, let's demystify, let's talk about why it is important to be there. We should start by highlighting the fact that China is a global leader, you know, mm-hmm. um, and marketers can't ignore that. You know, they are big in numbers, you know, the GDP is above 12 trillion USD yeah. with a growth rate forecast at 6.2. So I think these macroeconomic numbers draw a picture of how big China is. Mm -hmm. The second reason, which is more close to a marketing reality, to a market reality, is that, you know, competition is now global. We have players such as Amazon, Google, they have, they allow retailers, small players worldwide to easily penetrate markets, you can easily open a reseller account on Amazon, you can easily advertise on your brand on Google, and these are big platforms, you know, I think Google Ads revenue is above, you know, 100 billion USD last year, so this is a second reason why China is is an opportunity for brands. Maybe the last one I can highlight is company are always looking for growth opportunities. Yeah. We have clients coming at the office discussing where is growth? Which audience should we target? How can we talk to our audience? How can we convert? And sometimes, you know, the Canadian market sometimes is small for their goals. Yeah. They have to look outside of the Canadian market. And just last year, China tourists, there were more like 700 the second largest group in Canada. Mm -hmm. So Chinese are coming here as tourists, as business person, as immigrants, and this is an untapped audience. And I I think for brands, it's important to look at that audience and maybe find an opportunity. Yeah, these are numbers that we we certainly shouldn't be ignoring. Like being the second uh, group of immigrants in Canada, it's uh, considerable, it's important. And I, and I guess not only in Canada, but also just across North America, they're traveling uh, all over the world. And, and so I think this is valid not only for, for Canadian brands, Canadian businesses, but I guess also for North America as well and, and other countries. Yeah, definitely for North America and for the rest of the world as well. Chinese tourists are traveling and also uh, more and more brands are interested in the Chinese market. Uh, Well, because it's now the largest economy uh, in the world by purchasing power and especially the digital economy. Last year, uh, the Chinese market reached to 2.3 reach billion US dollars in digital economy, which accounts for 42% of global e-commerce. Yeah. 
So this is a good opportunity, I would say. And now more and more brands are looking forward to entering the market, but they need to do it right. And the first step is to understand the consumers. Yeah, for sure. You need to make sure you understand all the differences, the subtleties and the cultural differences or whatever it is and to understand what they're looking for, I guess. Yes, uh, for sure. And uh, for example, uh, Chinese consumers, they like promotions. Right now, uh, there are more and more shopping festivals all year around in China. Yeah, I think single day in November uh, 11 is a, is a big day, right? It's a big day. And even in here in North America, it's big coming a big day as well. And it's not just this one. Uh, there are also other shopping festivals for Chinese New Year in January, uh, in March for Women's Day, in June for mid-season sales. Promotions, they are great opportunities for brands to raise awareness. For example, around 2010, the platforms who started offering large-scale promotions to consumers like yeah. Alibaba and Tingdong, they were able to raise awareness at an earlier stage. But for other platforms, uh, Amazon, for example, who started a little bit off late, their brand awareness could be a little lower than their competitors. Okay, because they tapped into the promotion festivals a bit later on, you you, you mean by that? Yes. Okay. And uh, I think the Chinese consumers, they also care about customer experience. It is important. And then here we're talking about innovative and seamless experience in store and online. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Hema Xinsheng. It's a futuristic supermarket uh, owned by Alibaba. Let's say I walk into this store. I have two options. I can either go the traditional way, choose items, add the things that I want into my cart, go to the cashier, pay. Well, actually, it's cashless now uh, in China. So people usually pay with mobile payment. Mm -hmm. And then, well, I just carry all the things back home. But I can also uh, choose an easier way. I can uh, scan the items that I want into the application on my phone, add them into the cart, pay with my mobile phone directly, yeah. and then choose to have them delivered to my home directly. Mm -hmm. Okay, It's a lot easier and a lot better customer experience. Yeah, so it's also interesting merging the online and offline and then just making it uh, easier. Yeah, definitely. I think maybe I can build on that too. Like during the past years, uh, clients were discussing how to implement omni-channel, multi-channel strategies. They were aware of the fact that mobile is going to change the game. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we didn't see it happen in the past. Yeah. But nowadays, you can even check it online, you know, omni-channel is a global trends, even in North America, even in Europe, you know, brands are trying to provide that experience that is unique across all the channel. But the Chinese customer bring it at another level because he is mobile first and he expect to have that convenient experience. He want to be able to purchase from the mobile, from home, from a car, inside a store and all that. So the customer experience and, you know, all these concepts of user journeys, persona, user needs, empathy, all these marketing concepts yeah. are actually real for that customers. And that's something brands here should consider. Yeah, that's a good point. They are ready for something else. Their expectations are much higher. What you're saying, Frank, like they've brought it to another level. The offline, the online is completely seamless. And we have discussions with our clients where a lot of retailers, a lot of runners still trying to figure out how to harmonize other ecosystem, other different touch points. Okay, so if we want to tap into this market, we need to do it right. We need to understand 
the consumer, understand the difference, what are the expectations. So if a new brand wants to get into this market, what are the must-haves for, for these brands that are maybe not mature and not present in, in Asia and in China? Uh, well, my top three suggestions would be, first of all, to build a brand awareness on the Chinese social media. And second of all, to build presence on the Chinese digital marketplace ecosystem, not just the social media, but also the entire ecosystem. And then the third of all would be to provide mobile payment solutions. When we talk a start about building brand awareness in China for the Chinese customers, uh, what does that look like uh, for a new brand? Well, I think it's important to be on the Chinese social media. And the reason for that, on one hand, uh, as we mentioned previously, it's all digital in China now. People like using their phones, uh, they're on their phone, mobile, on the internet all, all the time to shop, uh, to pay. The other reason is that platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, these platforms that we're, in, that we're familiar with are not really available in China. So how do we reach out to these consumers, to these audience? It's through local Chinese social media platforms like Weibo, the yeah. micro-blogging platform, and WeChat. Yeah, and I guess I'm assuming... Sure, build this brand awareness on on these social media platforms, you know, that are unique to the Chinese environment and the, to the Chinese marketplace. And also bringing back maybe this this awareness uh, back home, back into your home country, and I guess throughout your ecosystem as well. So not only social media platforms, but also on your on your website and on the, your different touch points, as we've just mentioned. You know, it needs to be seamless across your ecosystem. If you also wanted to start building your awareness for the Chinese population, maybe back in your home country, like for example here it would be Canada or the US or whatever your country is. Oh yeah, I think um, Chinese customers spend a lot of time of Weibo, WeChat, like Qingwen mentioned. Uh, locally, if you, I mean, if the plan is to sell in China, if you take an e-commerce players, for instance, you should be there. I mean, there's yeah. no way you're going to, I mean, you know, succeeding there from Facebook or from Twitter it doesn't make sense. No. If we have Weibo, which is the kind of Twitter, or and even their Google is Baidu, so you, you should figure out how your brand is going to be, is going to be find, findable. Yeah, if position, I may. Yeah, yeah, so Chinese customer, even outside of Canada, are also on the platform, you know, they're still using WeChat and Weibo and sometimes, but um, in order to grab the attention, uh, even when you're here in Canada, you can have a, a, an account on Weibo, you can have an account on WeChat and okay. just, you know, customize experience. It starts by the language, you know, mm-hmm. English doesn't work, maybe even though we assume that Chinese customers in Canada understand and speak English, but that experience has to be convenient and seamless. So the easiest way for a brand is, of course, to localize the content, for instance, as a, as a first step. So being present on their platform, but here in Canada can be your first step mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Yes. And uh, for example, uh, this brand, Filorca, it's a Medi cosmetic brand from France. Their first entry in the Chinese market was actually in 2015. But their business actually started growing in 2018, last year, after they've they've started uh, to leverage the local social media platforms like Weibo and WeChat. They were doing promotions. They were collaborating with local uh, influencers. And it was with these uh, strategies that they were their business were able to grow three times in 2018 compared to 2017 in China. 
Okay, so from one year to another, they saw considerable growth. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it's something I'm glad you bring up the notion of KOLs, key opinion leaders. That is something so important. So I know you mentioned earlier in our discussion, like promotions, that is something that they really respond well to promotions, uh, but also the notion of key opinion leaders and working with the right people, the influencers. Because I think here, like now, we don't want to talk maybe a lot about partnerships or influencer partnerships. It, it feels like there are words that are a bit like tainted with, oh, everyone's been doing it or whatever but I feel like in China it really does take this to a whole other level yes especially collaborating with the celebrities they can really bring the business growth to another level I would say yeah so this is something that is a, a good point I'd say to, to bring in mind and, yes. and I guess bringing back to your point of localization something really making sure you're really providing the, the right content and I mean something like providing content in Chinese from your website making sure that it's smooth and is responding to uh, whatever the situation the customer is in yes uh, it's important to have content in the Chinese language for the Chinese consumers to understand the content better and then to communicate with the brand better and it's also important to be on the local digital marketplaces like Tmall. For example, uh, well, currently there are more than 80% of the top 100 most valuable brands recognized by Forbes that are on Tmall. And in fact, in 2018, a lot of these international brands like Estée Lauder, Nike, Hugo Boss, they've all mentioned in their financial reports that being on Tmall really helped them boost their online uh, digital yeah. sales. So now we're on number two. Our number one was build brand awareness. Now we've moved on. Now we're into like, you need to make sure that you're present in the digital marketplace. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're transactional, you know, that at yes. the beginning you're in informational, you're getting to know the brand. Then you also need to make sure you're transactional and you're able, people are able to purchase your goods. Yes. So Tmall is one of these platforms. Yeah, it's like Amazon. Uh, yeah. Brands aren't on it. It's like a third party uh, s- selling platform yeah. where consumers, they can browse all the brands. Yeah, and I think th- this is where the, 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 the chief marketing officer or the digital strategist in North America is going to be very familiar. Like when we talk about e-commerce and convenience, one of the first steps is to make sure that, you know, for instance, pages load faster, that when someone is looking for a specific information on your website, they can have that information easily. You know, we were lucky to access to some confidential numbers on this Chinese platform and were a bit surprised to see that page speed is one of the main criteria, even on this platform, when it comes mm-hmm. to how many products from your catalog that Tmall or Alibaba is going to expose to the clients. So to be more concrete, if you have a website in North America and you try to reach a Chinese customer in China, you won't be able to compete because of the page speed. It's obvious Mm -hmm. that a a website or if your catalog is localized in China within Tmall, it's going to load faster. And this is the basic of Uh user experience, but it's a major criteria and that decision is also going to impact your strategy because sometimes brands are not, uh, let's say, they're not open to let the catalog 
to a third party, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's the shortcuts to enter the market and to start to, you know, to just understand that customer and to sell because we're talk, yeah. talking here about transactions. Yeah, here just to bring it back again for our listeners, maybe is the notion that if your catalog is on Tmall, maybe you don't have ownership of it, it's the third party notion that you're talking about instead of maybe selling on your own website, your own transactional platform. Yeah, yeah so it's interesting, it's not only content, you know, Chinese content or experience, but it's also technical aspects that it, we need to think of. Or exactly. logistics, even. Exactly. You know, some of our clients were, you know, they're always asking that question. How sensitive is that customer? If I if I ship from Canada, how many days is going to take? If I ship after seven days, after 10 days, is it correct? The reality is that that customer is looking for convenience. So your catalog in North America, if it takes time for your pages to load, that's going to affect yeah. your, 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 per- your brand's perception. And we're talking here on a market where... The competition is very it's, it's, it's very aggressive and you cannot miss that opportunity to expose your catalog and to showcase a bad experience. So yeah. these factors are, I think, elements that digital strategies here are always managing. So mm-hmm. when it comes to China, you know, it's the same thing. You just have to adapt. Yeah. Yes. And I think for brands, uh, they will be able, there's this possibility to access to a larger audience as well. For some brands, um, they could have stores in like 100 cities in China, offline stores, but on the platform, on Tmall, they're able to reach to clients, consumers from more than 600 cities. So this is like expanding the market for Mm -hmm. the brands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so making sure that they're on the right platforms, transactional platforms, the local ones. Yes. Yeah. And I think uh, also like speaking about uh, the landing page, the speed of uh, web pages, I think it's worth mentioning uh, WeChat and it's WeChat's mini program. WeChat's mini program, it's a sub application within WeChat. I think uh, Instagram is offering similar things where you can browse the product product and then see the price and maybe uh, be redirected to another website uh, mm-hmm. to purchase but WeChat need program allows you to do this to do everything within this application so a user doesn't need to go to another website or go to another application to browse products and to add them into the cart. And because WeChat offer also offers WeChat payment, mm-hmm. so everything is done in the same application time-wise. It's yeah. saving a lot of time, saving a lot of trouble. So it's a better and seamless experience. Yeah, it's a it's a good point to bring back again for our listeners. Like WeChat is, you know, the, one of the main platforms uh, that offers several different uh, services. Is for us like the Uber, the Airbnb, the car, all in one app. And then it not only has that, it has also the e-commerce aspect to it that is very, very appealing for brands, which actually has only been out like I think what, a year and a half. is quite new, right? This uh, feature of the platform. Well, yeah, the, the mini program feature is quite new, but it's gone uh, viral. Yeah, like all, all brands is like a must have now for brands that are present in uh, yeah on this platform. Yeah, even brands like local brands, Canadian brands, they're having these mini programs for consumers in Canada. 
in Canada. Okay, yeah. So that that goes back to our point of like not only you're not only doing this for Chinese people in China, but also for them, and you're following them wherever they live yeah. or wherever yeah. their travels are. Mm-hmm. And to Frank's point, when you have a Chinese customer, you need to think that he's comparing you to Chinese brands, you know, that are offering the best experience. So you need to make sure that you live up to those standards as well. Exactly, that customer is uh, digitally. Uh, aware of the competition. So, you know, a, a classic benchmark should, I mean, if you're a digital strategist here in Canada, a, a classical benchmark should also have some Chinese brands. And these are all solutions. You know, we're talking here about the mini program. You know, the reality is that with the mini program, you're able to customize an experience within the WeChat environment, which is a good sign for the customers because he's going to see you as a global brand, but as also a local player able to provide a convenient experience for him, whatever he is. Mm-hmm. And I think nowadays, everything is data-driven. So being on this platform also means for brands, they'll have access to more of the consumer's data where they can start studying the behavior of the yeah. consumers. That's a great point. That's a great point, like capturing customer data, more analytics, getting deeper knowledge and insights of these customers. Yes. If you're a new brand that is trying to tap into this market and then you're opening new accounts, you're going to get new data, new insights, and then so you need to make sure that you're also following those to better understand their behavior. And I guess you had your uh, the third point that you had uh, that brands maybe shouldn't be missing out is on mobile payment solutions. Yes, definitely. Uh, everything is going cashless now in China. They're used to using their mo- mobile to do everything and uh, even with payment. Uh, so I think this could also be a first step, an easy first step for brands to have mobile payments installed in their stores and maybe to also have Alipay or WeChat Pay on their website as well. I think this is a good point that you bring out because it seems like it's, it could be a quick win also for brands maybe that are here and trying to, to tap it into these customers. And I think what it does say, it's I think it's a quick win is what we've discussed with also some of our clients, but it also shows these, these customers that you know what they like, that mm-hmm. you know them, and that, uh, you know, they're welcome in the store. Yeah, I would say this is like an easy first step for optimizing customer experience. It's It could be like a big attraction already. Okay, yeah, the, that's a great point. And so on your side, like Frank, let's say if a client wants to start uh, tomorrow, maybe uh, tapping into this market, uh, for you, uh, what would be a quick win? Uh, maybe what would be your advice for your brand today? Yeah, maybe I will start by uh, just congratulating Canadian brands that are doing good jobs on, in my opinion, to target that Chinese customer. You know, I don't want to drop names, but we know that Cirque du Soleil has a good presence on uh, this platform. And, you know, some luxury brands in Canada are also doing well, some cosmetics brands. So uh, we already have some example in Canada of brands that are doing well. It depends on your market, on your business model, but I will say that, you know, let's just uh, consider what we have currently. You know, we have a digital marketing department with a different profile and we have community manager or campaigns manager. If I'm a brand and I'm concerned by the growth, which is a good concern, by the way, uh, a quick win will be maybe during specific moment, like Chingwen mentioned promotions and, you know, Mother's Day, single day, and these, you know, these moments where the Chinese customer is, is looking for opportunities could be to run uh, campaigns on the platform that where you already run your campaigns, such as Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you name it. So social media platforms 
I will say Western social media platform, but with a focus on the Chinese customers, on on people that are coming from China. Uh, these platforms have those features, so it's easy for a brand to run campaigns. Of course, keep in mind that you should translate your content. You know, these are basic, but run campaigns on these audience and start to learn how this audience is reacting to your brand. So something specific will be, okay, if there is, if single day is coming like next November, yeah. like, should I, I mean, you can just run a campaign with a small budget and see if local Chinese here in Canada are reacting to your brand. That's, yeah. a, that's a quick win that I see uh, like feasible for. Yeah, it's a good point to start learning from already the channels that you own, from whatever data and analytics that you can go get. Yeah, I think uh, after learning that, uh, it could also be a good idea or at the same time to start building the presence on the Chinese social medias. And because these are the platforms that a lot of Chinese consumers are on, uh, even when they're traveling yeah. uh, outside of China. So this could be uh, the next step. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Dingwen. Thank you, Frank, for sharing your knowledge and insights with us today. Thank My you. My pleasure. Uh, and thank you to our uh, listeners. So for sure, we want we need to start building your your uh, your brand awareness. You need to make sure to understand the digital, the Chinese digital marketplace. And there are uh, we talked about some quick wins to start tapping into this market. So if you want to hear more, if you want to uh, talk to us, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Make sure you give us your feedback your comments or your questions on our Facebook on Valtech Canada and thank you for listening. <laughs>